shugo mana lokacin sha daya na dare muna kwance he came around 11 pm when we were my father woke us up and said all is not well today that these people had come he told us that he would leave us he said if the days ahead were long he would meet again if not that is all and then he skilled over the fence it is true that the Boni Yadi massacre of teenage boys by the Boko Haram terror group in Northeast Nigeria claimed the lives of at least 29 boys. But something else that is strong is that there were families in the staff quarters of the school that went through the trauma of being trapped in burning buildings. Last week, we heard from Malam Omar a staff member who witnessed the massacre by fleeing the staff quarters and hiding under a culvert. Today, we are telling the story of his daughter, Hanatu Omar, who was trapped. Hanatu survived, but with burns. This is Vestiges of Violence. A weekly podcast about personal stories of violence victims. For Human Angle, I am Hamida. When the attack started close to midnight on February 25th, 2014, it met Hanato and her family sleeping. Only her father was awake. When he started to hear the commotion, he woke them up explained to them that he stood a higher chance of being killed if he stayed with them, then fled. It was a difficult thing to do. At the time, my mother was heavily pregnant, and then there was my sister, the one currently at the FCE, who was a boarding student at the school. She was stuck in the dormitory, then... There were my younger ones who were with us. We could not decide whether to remain inside the building or to attempt to escape, but we did not want to leave the building because of my heavily pregnant mother. And then the terrorists started to approach the staff quarters. We started hearing them approaching our building. They were screaming. They were shooting. And then we heard them say, if they saw men, they would slaughter them. But if they see women, they would not kill them. And we said to ourselves, what are we going to do now? I told my mom we could not leave the building then. We should just stay put. So we stayed put. We started hearing them invade the other buildings, pulling things apart. Suddenly, they started to attack the building. <laughs> They shook the door violently. Then they started to ask themselves which teacher's house they were at. They all said they did not know. Some of them said they should leave as it was evidence that there was no one in the building. Others said it was not possible that the house was empty because when they tried to open the door, it was jammed from the inside. Eventually, the attackers left Hanato's house and went to the next house. They looted the compound, then set fire to the building. The fire was so enormous that it began to spread to Hanato's house. That was when they decided to leave the house. 
Her nurse's mother evacuated the children outside as the smoke filled their house and the fire began to eat its way through. It was after she and the younger kids were out safe that they realized Hanato was stuck in the burning building. I was stuck in one of the rooms. The nearby rooms had already caught fire, but not the room where I was. My mom came and was screaming my name, but I was unable to answer. Then she found me and quickly dragged me out by holding my legs. I had lost consciousness. When she dragged me out and I was still unconscious, she thought I had died. They sat there outside after the attack was done. Help did not come until daybreak when Hanato opened her eyes and found herself in a hospital. Hanato survived with burns on her arms, thigh and chest and lives with the scars to this day. This episode of Vestiges of Violence was produced with support from the Africa Transitional Justice Legacy Fund. It is part of our ongoing Boniyadi coverage. In this series, we are telling the stories from the perspective of staff, parents of the deceased boys, and one boy who survived. The story was reported and scripted by Hawashai Fiinuho, produced by Atahiro Jebrin. A quick note about our voice acting. All dramatizations in this episode are based on actual interviews. Voice acting by Khadija Gidado. The senior producer is Anthony Asamata. The executive producer is Ahmed Selkida. For more stories, go to humananglemedia.com and find more episodes wherever you get your podcasts. I am Hamida.